This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN, the Hollow Table News Network. It's your not even remotely close to around the clock Star Wars, Galaxy of Heroes, news, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I am Pico Brito, your host for this very special episode. And today I am joined by Celiac Sarah. <laughs> I was like, what's the intro? <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. We uh we got more news this week. We we did we do. I, it's a uh, of, of course when we kind of like oh this will be our last episode of the year and CG's like not so fast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so- double dip of some kits. We got some conquest details. Yeah. Uh, exciting stuff. So the important yeah. question. Are you ready to close it down for the year? Yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. we can wrap everything up. Put a nice little bow on it. Huh. <laughs> Pun intended. I, I am officially done uh with work from now until January 8th. So I have a nice long, long uh vacation shutdown. My company closes down for uh for about two weeks. So there is nothing to come back to. Um so I'm I'm excited. Now, I know the answer to this question, but do you work at CG? You close down for two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I secretly I do, folks. That's actually, here's what people didn't realize. I am needed. <laughs> Last week, that whole oh. thing about how great Meathead was and about how, how phenomenal he was at his job, that was just me talking about me. Yeah. And I just needed to get that out there. So, yeah. Getting in all of that, um, what's the word? hyping yourself up for yeah, like exactly. grand review? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh. I uh, actually, I have seven different uh, online personalities that are all designed to to increase my overall appeal to the masses. Uh, yes, that that's what I do. I love it. Love it. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay, but like you said, we've got two two kits. Two kits. Which yeah. I knew was happening. Um. So. Can I just point out before we get into this? Meathead's on vacation. Yep. And I'm pretty sure he went on vacation last year around this time because Crumb was posting like things that Crumb doesn't usually yeah. we see Crumb post like the road ahead. Um and he was posting like the content update posts. So that that was the flag to me that I was like, okay, you're you're filling in because maybe Meathead's away or or whatever. And Crumb did not, do, we didn't even get, we, we got a content update this week, yeah. but we didn't get a content update post saying that like, hey, Keller and Beck is in shipments. Guys, yeah. in case you yeah. didn't know, if you just close that out of that pop-up like the rest of us do. Um, yeah, <laughs> we got none of that. So the question is, and again, what might be a little different this year is Crumb does have his own little, little Padawan and maybe he's right. taking some extended time off as well because of the, the holidays. Uh, I, I also know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it at a bunch of things. You know, if you, California has some really nice uh, paternity laws on the mm-hmm. books that, and, and a trend that I see is that a lot of fathers are taking, like they'll take the first few weeks when the baby is born and then maybe Ooh. they wait for a period of time and then they go and they take some secondary time to kind of extend that, that period out. Uh, there's also some other possibilities that I really don't want to speculate on because that's crappy. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? 
Yeah, I just thought I I thought this was odd that we didn't even get like the patch notes update. Yeah. Cuz realistically anyone could do that. Like you can go to an old patch notes update and be like, "Oh, this is the format and just type yeah. it up real quick." Um so well, the big question yeah. is what else should have been in the patch notes that we weren't made aware of? Yeah, like were there any bug fixes that yeah. we didn't know about? <laughs> bug introductions? You know, what, what is it? Yeah. There's um, probably lots of bugs. It, how crazy would it be if we woke up tomorrow morning and there was like a new game mode? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oops. Oopsies. We forgot. <laughs> oh man. Um, but but Meathead did post the kits yeah. while he's yeah. on vacation. So kudos to him for that. Kudos to you. Yes. Uh thank you very much. I I, I worked very hard <laughs> while I'm on vacation. Uh to, to that point on one of the kits, we did find out that their only faction tag is light side. Which again, I found to be absolutely hysterical. But um, yeah, even with my bad vision, as I'm staring at that on my phone, I'm like, that just says light side. Where are all the other tags? So yeah. did you see my fix to it yes, that I, I posted? It I thought good. I was. I thought I was quite funny about that. <laughs> I only you got one a, wrong. Yeah, you have a future in graphic design. That's all I'm going to tell you. Right. Thank there. you. I mean, they were they were added in the appropriate places, and yeah. You know what? You guys should be impressed that I used the text tag. I was originally just going to draw with my finger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, who do we want to real real read first? Well, so so this is a great question because I'd normally say let's hold the insane one for last, but they're both pretty crazy. Yeah. Who's the insane one? So we could go alphabetical and start with Bane, or we could go with Bo because she's actually really in the game and available, at least for a small subset of people. True. Why don't we do... Okay, here's an idea. Let's do Bane. Okay. And then Bo can... And then you can uh, tie Bo up with a nice little ribbon with... Because you've actually done the event. I, I'm so disappointed. I thought you were going to say tie bow up with a nice little bow and you you, you got right you walked it <laughs> right up to the cliff and like i don't i don't know if i want to do this i don't, uh... I don't know if i want to jump <laughs> you can put a bow on bow <laughs> <laughs> all right uh bane so bane. he's the conquest character yes which conquest by the way is starting on wednesday the 27th of all the possible answers for this, that was the one that I was not expecting. I mean, it doesn't really solve the issue, in my opinion. It solves the issue of, of being like, oh, my God, it's Christmas Day and this is yeah. starting now. But it doesn't solve the issue of, hey, your office is closed. Yeah. <laughs> and there's going to there's for sure going to be bugs. Not to mention the map's different. The map is different. Like they changed the datacron. Which means uh, things are different. And like, um, so I didn't realize this. And someone pointed it out to, on my comments on my YouTube video. I did my typical like conquest planning. Yep. Get ahead kind of thing. And one of the feats is it's in it's in sector one. It's on one of the bosses. No, I can't remember which one. I think it's the mini boss. It doesn't matter. It's to win with five IG series droids yeah. on your team. So I used the search function for the first time ever. I never used a search <laughs> function. And this time I was like, I'm going to use a search function. And I typed in IG dash and I just left it. Um, and only five droids show up. Yep. 
Uh, so you've got IG-88, IG-86, IG-11, Magnagard, because technically that's IG-100, yeah. and then uh, IG-12, like the Grogu model. Yeah. The Grogu model, IG-12, is not tagged as a droid. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. is this going to be a problem? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking about this earlier about feats you're going to skip. Like, do you need yeah. to plan on skipping that feat? Right. Because it's going to be broken. So, and if you are theoretically in, in, a, in an area, which this could be a thing where you have to get that feat done to get yeah. to Red Crate. Like, say you need those two or three points. There's no way around it. Like you perfectly star everything. You do all the other feats you possibly can. Are you going to get screwed out of red crate? Because that's bugged. I, I mean, uh, maybe it's not. Maybe they coded yeah. it properly. Yeah. I'm not going to hold my breath though. Great. And again, the, the trade-off is, is do you just start working on the 40 win feats, global feats, and, right. and just gamble that it's going to, it's going to work out in your favor? Or do you, then have to rush it in the last week or after. I guess if it's a first, it's a sector one feat, so people are going to find out really quick. I guess that it doesn't Correct. work. So Correct. yeah. All right. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So it's just things like that where I'm, I'm anticipating. Yeah. Things to not work how we want them to work. Yep. Anyway, but we're going to get Bane. Maybe we are. Uh, in three months. Right. Uh, which will be just enough time for me to have forgotten everything that he does outside of he does crazy things. That's that's all that I seem to remember. Right. So. Yes. His I, I skimmed his kit earlier, and it okay. does look very nice. So before we jump into this, I, I, I have a question. Okay. So about, what, a year and a half, two years ago, we got the post from CG that they talked about lifter units and yes. kind of their, their functionality for that. Um. Uh, we got cat, we got mall, and those were very those were very much designated as what they were. Yep. Uh, we got Ben mm -hmm. 18, 16 months ago, 18 months ago. Um, but was he ever co actually called a ray lifter unit? I believe he was. Okay. So we, we haven't seen the actual phrase Darth Bane seed lifter. No. But it feels like this is exactly what he is. It, it totally does. And the only reason why I think it does is because his kit seems to be so, uh, so obviously pointed towards C. His kit is basically if you slammed Watt and Armor together and then put him with C. It's kind of, it, yeah. It's kind of what it looks and, and And honestly, this would be something that I would do if I were leaving for vacation like I did as Meathead. And just forgot to get a larger post out because I just need to type this up really quick before I went off and went to do my vacation stuff for the day. So it, it almost kind of feels like there was a line missing out of out of the the, the details. So, mm -hmm. uh, um, and just to like give you the official answer on Ben, their their kit Dev Insight kit reveal, whatever you want to call it, says that he is Ben lifts Ray to new power okay. levels, and then it also says he is the conquest counterpart to Galactic Legend Ray. Okay, got it. Um, All right. And if you remember in that post that they did about Galactic Legends and Lifter Units, etc., they said uh, Conquest 
lifter units or yeah. they yeah. use that kind of weird phrase but what is also interesting about this this term is it's now not really just for like they called marin a lifter unit they, they did they, i remember that everyone kind of made a big but again i think the community we're just going to call that a turd polisher yeah i mean they, they can have their it, it probably means something from a design perspective for them but as far as we're concerned there's lifter units go with black legends to to put them back in the tier structure mm -hmm. everything else is just bringing another faction up to par or something right. similar to that point right i agree and honestly i like the phrase turd polisher much better than lifter so it's just a, <laughs> just a better better overall concept perfect um so do you want to read bane or bow i figure uh, we I, can how about you read bane and i'll read bow all right i like that um so bane is obviously dark side attacker sith he's also a leader uh if you don't want to use him with c yep. i guess for whatever whatever reason um even though it clearly says has strong synergy with Sith Eternal Emperor with mechanics that encourage just using two characters. So that's exactly is... how we want to use C. Exactly. Um, okay, so his basic ability is a Zeta. It is called Soul Sever, which, first of all, awesome. Um, second of all, the animation just looks fantastic. Okay, uh, deal physical damage to target enemy and reduce their offense by 20% stacking and Bane gains 20% offense stacking. So he basically is taking it for himself, yeah. uh, which can't be resisted for two turns. On a critical hit, gain two siphon until the end of the encounter. If this attack defeats an enemy, gain an additional two siphon, so potentially four. If target enemy is above 50% health, this attack will critically hit if able. If they're below 50% health, this attack deals 200% more damage. So you're probably <laughs> going to kill them. Um, <laughs> and if enemies defeated by this attack can't be revived. Uh, all right. First of all, fun fact. Yes. Do you know that the only other character uh, that that's out of kind of the journey functions... Mm -hmm. that has a Zeta on their basic was released one year ago as a Conquest character with Trench. Really? That was one of the big things that everyone made a big deal about Trench is that Trench had a, had a Zeta on his basic and it looked like you should have the Zeta. Like, mm -hmm. because Trench's basic is really good. Same thing here. I mean, that's a... That's an incident. That isn't uh, a basic. That's a special ability. Yeah. I'm assuming... I'll, I haven't looked in-game to actually, like, look at the... Yeah. The abilities and all that but i'm assuming the zeta is that the enemies can't be revived Hopefully. yeah um you're gonna want that yep uh yeah. so uh first special malevolent whirlwind this is a cooldown of three and it's an omicron uh gac omicrons so there's that fun fact dispel all buffs on all enemies twice then deal physical damage to all enemies twice so you're going to dispel twice first, yeah. and then you're going to deal damage twice, dealing 10% more damage for each buff dispelled and inflict healing immunity for two turns. If the ally in the leader slot is Sith Eternal Emperor, he gains 1% ultimate charge for each enemy that was dealt damage with deceived or linked. 
Bane gains five siphon until the end of the encounter. This ability has plus 200% health steal. Okay, that's not Um, bad. While in Grand Arena, additional 3% ultimate charge gained against deceived or linked enemies. So C would gain four. Uh, Bane gains an additional five siphon. So he would gain 10 siphon instead. So he's going to get, he's going to, C is going to get ultimate charge for the the target. Correct. At uh, minimum, the two linked characters. So let's say that we don't hit the linked characters. So that's 3% mm-hmm. plus three more for each of those targets. So he's now at 12% ultimate charge. Mm-hmm. And then if you happen to get anybody else that's deceived as part of that. Correct. That's that's a lot of ultimate charge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Like you like you might want to wait until to do this until everyone had deceived. Well, so that that's an interesting thing because see the the it's not linked, it's the uh it's the other ability is mm-hmm. the one that gives everybody uh counter. Right. Yep. And you probably want everyone to be deceived. And you want Bane countering to pull offense and stack offense. Yeah. A little bit to to run that around a little bit. It's a little tricky. Yeah. So. Um, okay. But his, his second special, Essence of Dominance, cooldown of four, also an Omicron. Deal physical damage to all enemies based on Bane's max health and increase their cooldowns by one, which can't be resisted. Bane siphons max health from the target enemy, which can't be resisted. Sith allies gain defense penetration up, health steal up, offense up, and speed up for two turns. Uh, Siphon max health, he gains a percentage of max health equal to this unit's siphon until the end of the encounter, and the target loses that much max health. Uh, stacking excludes raid bosses and galactic legends yeah, all right. um, while in grand arena increase the enemy cooldowns by two instead remove 50% turn meter from all enemies and sith allies gain 50% turn meter reduce all enemies defense and tenacity by 20% stacking which can't <laughs> be resisted until the end of the battle staying so the can you get Darth Bane fast enough that he just puts Cat into cooldown? Oof. So if you go before Cat, so let's say JMK gives passes yep. a thing to her, reduces her cooldown. Could Bane theoretically go next? Yes. And if he goes next, then he counteracts all of that and reduces increases the cooldown by two and re- yeah and and then also again which is the pain on jmk is also puts out negative 20 percent tenacity right um i'm curious about this actually so because jmk stops turn meter manipulation doesn't he he does but this is not turn meter manipulation. This is turn manipulation. Because this is the difference between what JMK does and what ja- is it? And it's not Java. It's, is it Leia? I think maybe it's Leia. Leia, you can't reduce. You can't, yeah, you can't manipulate, manipulate cooldowns. Yeah. 
but you can manipulate turn meter. JMKs, you can't manipulate turn meter. Right. So I'm I'm just curious about the the Omicron part that you're removing 50% oh, turn meter. Oh, I see, meter. I see, yep. Sorry, I'm, I'm going yep. on a different tangent now. Yeah. And Sith allies gain 50% turn meter. I'm assuming that part would be null and void if you were yep. going against the JMK squad. But a lot of that is, can you just get, can you get Cat out of, can you get her out of the first move? Right. Is really what it comes down to. So, although if you can only reduce that by two, or does it reset to eight at that point if she loses it as a turn? I think it would just go up to two. Yeah. Yeah. Which she'd have to be moving pretty quick at that point because... If she's going to get a turn, it's you're you're losing them, you know, right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so his first unique rule of two, which is a Zeta and an Omicron, Bane has plus twenty percent crit chance, crit damage, and yep. plus fifty percent health steal. Whenever he is dazed, he gains ten percent max health stacking until the end of the battle. Whenever an enemy starts their turn, Bane gains five speed, max 100, until the end of the battle. Uh, At the start of battle, if there is only one other non-summon ally present, and they are Sith. So, do the math there. Yep. Bane takes reduced damage from percent health damage effects and gains 350% defense. Whenever his other ally gains ultimate charge, they gain an additional 2% ultimate charge, and the following effects occur for Bane and and the other Sith ally. Immune to ability block, cooldown increase, healing immunity, stun, and turn meter reduction. Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) Yeah. Gain 75% max health. Gain 75% max protection until the first time he is defeated. Ignore taunt effects. At the start of their turn, recover 35% protection and dispel all debuffs on themselves. When Bane or the other ally is defeated, the remaining ally gains 5% crit damage, offense, and potency, plus an additional 15% of these stats per the defeated character's relic amplifier level until the end of the battle. And now the Omicron. That's that's just the regular yep, part. Yep, that's just... <laughs> At the start of battle, if there's only one other non-summon ally present and they are Sith, Bane gains 75% mastery, max health, and max protection. So he could, with this Omicron, be starting the battle with 150% max health and max protection. Whenever an enemy is defeated, Bane gains 10% max health, max protection, and offense stacking until the end of the battle. At the start of the battle, Bane gains 100% turn meter. These effects persist if Bane is defeated. And so that's your answer to your cat question. He's going to go before cat. Right. Um, that's insane. That's wild. So that is, that is, I think, the first Omicron you put on. Oh, absolutely. It, it's um, got to be. Like, uh, wow. Just in, in I'll, I'll full credit that this came from, um, I saw Mole Pokey from from Old Dirty Blasters that we were talking about this in, in Guild the other day. Uh, you can make an argument that that he goes with Lord Vader. Sure. 
I mean, you you absolutely could. And if you again you wanted to play around with maybe you're not gonna run a trench team or something like that, and you want to break those two up and you want two two short squads. There's there's a lot of kit flexibility in there from from that side. Mm-hmm. Um but the the other piece is it's really interesting how CG is playing around with defense all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, 350% defense, it seems like probably a massive number, but the reality is we're probably finding out that 100% defense isn't really a lot. They're, they're probably just doing this to make characters. It's giving them a lot of flexibility of, of how they toughen up certain characters because this is a this is an attacker that you're going to get 350% defense to. Mm-hmm. That's how you create a tank attacker without having to make crazy stats on a, on a tank and, and break it from that, that side. So uh, it's going to be hard to kill him. It's just going to be hard yeah. to kill him. Yeah, it's going to be disgusting. Um, Okay, so he's also a leader. Yep. And that's a Zeta, only the strong survive. Sith allies have plus 30% offense and plus 30 speed. Sith allies can't be revived. Yeah. Light side enemies have minus 10 speed doubled for Jedi. At the start of battle, allies gain defense up, evasion up, and health up for two turns. Whenever a Sith ally is defeated, Bane's cooldowns are reset. He recovers 50% health and gains 50% turn meter. While Bane is active, at the end of each of his turns, the weakest other Sith ally takes damage equal to 15% of Bane's max health, and Bane gains 5% max health for each other Sith ally for the rest of the battle. The first time each other non-Galactic Legend Sith ally above 30% health would be reduced to 30% or less health, they are granted a bonus turn and defeated at the start of that bonus turn. Then Bane gains 5% max health, max protection, and offense, and 5 speed, and an additional 5% max health, max protection, and offense, and 5 speed for each Relic Amplifier level that defeated Sith ally had. What? So, basically, if you get one of his allies down to 30% or less health, (laughs) they immediately take a bonus turn where they don't actually take a turn, they just die off, which means Bane gets his cooldowns reset, recovers yeah. health, and gains 50% turn meter, and then gains a whole bunch of other fun crap, uh, and then gets to go again really quickly. That's, so, so, let's say you're running a, a, a Relic 7 squad with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. You're picking up, so it's it's five per relic level. So you're picking up forty speed per character as they die on top of. So well, forty speed plus forty percent max health, forty percent max protection, and forty percent offense. Yeah, and forty speed for each ally. For each ally, as as they die off, you're just getting that that tagged on top. That's insane. Yeah. Um, Bad for banners, but but good for for making stuff die. Yeah, if you don't care about banners and you just want to yeah. kill something, uh, that's really insane. So the 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 one one of the things that is I thought about like you know the if he's designed to go with with C, why do you give him a leader with other teams? And it's like, well, you, you know, if you don't have C, mm-hmm. but you really want to run him with a team with super high relic levels. Yeah. So. 
where's the roster that has high relic levels on Sith characters but doesn't have C? Like, it seems weird for yeah, that, that is a great point. That is a really good point. So, would it be for people say that aren't running a trench squad? Yeah, and don't care about having Watt stay with C, and then they have another really strong Sith yeah. squad. Yeah, that could be it. I but, I think most people are just going to stick him with C and call it a day, just because he's. I mean, it, that that unique is crazy. But it does seem weird too to design like the leadership to be like, oh well, if they're not using our other conquest character, yeah, like. That seems weird. So, it, the whole thing is weird. But I mean, it's a it's a great kit. I, it reads really strong. Yeah, I I also appreciate that you know they they put three omicrons on them, which again I know that three omicrons are a lot for for people, mm -hmm. uh, but they chose not to put one on the leader. So it's yeah. not like a case where you're you're going to have to put one on that you know if you want to have flexibility with him that that you're going to lose it you know you're going to be able to take advantage of those omicrons for using with with C if you're using them in, in you know different places as well so um, he so, will be fun to play with when he when he's out his speed at gear thirteen his base speed is one hundred and forty okay just for reference. little little slow but I think yeah. that's that's about on par with a lot of attackers. I think that's that's probably middle of the road. But also, I think it makes sense that they made him that a little bit slower since he's yeah. going to be gaining. Um, but like that, that just makes sense to me. Well, what is it in the unique? Um, in Grand Arena, he gets five speed every time the enemy takes a turn. Yeah. So he's going to be at a hundred. He's going to be plus a hundred speed in no time at all. Especially if you can get him on like a turn meter train or something similar similar to that. So mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so like you said, he's the conquest character, so we'll all have him. Well, yeah. not all of us, but most of us will have him in three months. Uh what do you think of the the lightsaber spear? I thought it was cool. I think it looks cool, but it was just different. I, I guess it's it's uh I, I want to see you know, the images are a little small on the website. I want to see it in the game. It's just I don't know that that's uh lightsabers are always swords and, and I, now that they've got that there like it's it's not that it doesn't work I just I don't remember ever seeing that any place before yeah it makes me think that he took a lightsaber and like tied it to a yeah. spear kind of thing <laughs> and it was like ah extra long lightsaber yeah. yeah um but I mean his whole his whole look is very different from what I would expect from a sith yeah uh i i remember watching the clone wars episode while he was there mm -hmm. and thinking like oh this is what a hallucinate a hallucination <laughs> of a sith would look like right i think it, if i remember it was like it was almost like yoda was talking to the guy in a dream or something like that mm -hmm. and it, i just I, it's funny to me that that's the representation that they're using of him here because again he I, I do think he looks the artwork doesn't look like uh, the the Lord of the Rings game, but he looks right. like someone that would be better fit in the Lord of the Rings. Yes, he does. Yeah, you know, um, he looks like a knight with a laser sword. Yeah, yeah. So, which is fine. Whatever. Yeah, I'll still get them. Works. I'll use them. No, him. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm not going to get them. And if right. I if I get them on accident, I'm not going to unlock them. Yeah. So, out of out of principle. Yes. All right. 
Shall we move on to Bo? Let's move on to Bo Katan Mandalore. Yeah. Um, first of all, the the image of her sitting on the throne and the little placard is awesome. Um, and that that scene in the show is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bo Katan Mandalore, light side, mm-hmm. Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. That's all that it said. She is an attacker. Um, yes. That's really the only kind of other one that was there. She is not a scoundrel. I think you you thought that, and I thought that was a great guess that where she was going to be. Um, she is available in game as of right now mm-hmm. for only three days, so she is not going to stick in the yeah. journey. Wild, kind of kind of surprising. Yeah, I will say we were talking. I think it was yesterday in the officer chat before the update went went live and you know just talking about her event and all this kind of stuff and i literally said well they could always make her not permanent to fuck with us so sorry yeah yeah (laughs) uh awesome guys Mm -hmm. all right so i am gonna do this a little differently okay all right i'm going to read what ancestral resolve is first all right. Okay. Because I think it's called out on every one of her abilities, but in typical CG fashion, it's not until like three quarters of the way through the kit. So yeah. Ancestral Resolve, which is a buff that is granted, grants mm-hmm. 2% defense, 1% max health, and whenever this character deals true damage, deal additional true damage based on the number of stacks, which can't be evaded. So The that's number of what, stacks of Resolve yeah, they have. Of, of re- Resolve. So Correct me if I'm wrong. True damage is an additional 10% of damage that bypasses armor and defense, correct? Mm-hmm. So then for each stack, it would be 11, 12, 13, 14. So that would be number of stacks on top of that. So it's it's additional true damage on the backside of where that sits. So uh, I, I just hate reading all the way through these kits and then seeing this piece that keeps getting called out and understanding kind of where it, where it fits into place. Totally um, agree. So... Basic ability is called Frontal Assault. Mm -hmm. The final text, deal physical and true damage to target enemy, which can't be evaded, and dispel all debuffs on them. During Bo-Katan Mandalore's turn, all light side Mandalorian allies gain speed up for two turns. So, dispel on basic and speed up. I don't know, probably the two best things that you can put on a basic outside of maybe days. Well, and it's also true damage on basic. True damage on basic. Yeah. And I, I, okay, so I'm curious about this because I don't think we've ever seen something phrased quite this way. Okay. Deal physical and true damage. So she's not doing two instances of damage. Is she just doing... She is doing two instances of damage. So it is okay. damage, and then there is a true damage aspect that that kind of pops underneath it as is, is well. Okay. So, um, yes. Right. So the next, uh, special one, Darksaber Flourish, a cooldown of three, and a Zeta. This is deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict armor shred until the end of battle. Deal an additional instance of true damage to target enemy, which can't be evaded and stun them for one turn. If Bo-Katan is debuffed, deal true damage and additional time to the target enemy, which can't be evaded. Otherwise, reduce the cooldown of this ability by one. So if she is debuffed, she will hit the enemy three times. Yes. Yikes. Which two of them will be true damage of of that. There's there's a lot of true damage in this kit. This is kind of interesting to me because I was kind of thinking about her not being a scoundrel. 
And I, I was a, not annoyed by it, but I was like, Bamp can't put yeah. his cleanse and damage immunity on her. Yep. But you might not want her to be cleansed. No. All right. Cool. Put, put a debuff on her. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Um, special two reinforcements have arrived. Cooldown of four. It's a Zeta. It's an, an uh, Omicron. And that is, she is a Galactic uh, Galactic Arena or GAC mm-hmm. character. Uh, final text. Deal physical damage to target enemy. Dispel all debuffs from all light side Mandalorian allies and call them all to assist twice. Dealing 50% less damage, and they all gain three stacks of Ancestral Resolve to a max of 100. Until the end of the encounter, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. So Encounter? Yes. Mm. And this was, and we were having some some conversations. Um, again, I was making fun of Bane this week for stealing my ideas from the last episode and, and sharing them in our, our guild chat. And he was the one that pointed this out to me. This becomes crazy when you start thinking about characters like uh, Beskar Mandalorian, where he attacks twice, which then means he gets to attack twice. Right. Uh, Paz that attacks, I think, three times, which means he now attacks six times because it's going to call them to assist twice. Yeah. So they're turning over a lot of these attacks uh, uh, multiple times. Um, While in Grand Arena, light side Mandalorian allies gain an additional two stacks of Ancestral Resolve. If another light side Mandalorian ally wasn't able to insist, instead they gain a bonus turn. Mm-hmm. So the reason for this mm-hmm. is Beskar Mandalorian goes into Whirling Bird stance. Right. He can't assist. Mm-hmm. But at the end of this, when she uses this ability, he will he gets a bonus turn, which then means he can immediately launch all this Whirling Bird. So you build up the stacks when she calls this. So you want her to go second. Then he gets his bonus turn and then launches the missiles at a target to, to make it get all the, their stacks to, to do the damage. And because she's calling them all to assist twice and a bunch of them are hitting more than once, he should be at 20 stacks. Yes. Or he should be pretty high enough up that you don't feel like you're wasting it where yeah. you probably all put him in a stance once and he gets like five and you're like, oh, well, this stinks. Right. Exactly. And Whirling Birds is true damage as well, correct? It is. So, and you can't be revived from them. Yeah. Yeah. So good, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Right. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out because I originally, when I read this, thought, okay, so if you're dazed or stunned, yeah. like, you know, but um, I guess though, if you're dazed, she's dispelling debuffs on you. So yes. that doesn't even matter. So you're going to assist. Okay. So it's yeah, specifically and, that. And it, is it dispelled debuffs on the entire team or is yeah. it? Okay. So yeah. So everyone's going to be able to go, which again, I love mass assists. Mm-hmm. That they or or any assist that part of it is like clear the clear days, right? Because there's nothing worse than uh, like with uh, Jedi Master uh, Luke's training mm-hmm. when he's like, Oh, everyone has days on them, so it doesn't really matter at this point. So, yeah, yeah, I, you're I, like, I, I'm I not, like I'm gonna call nobody, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, um, unique one, here's where it starts to get nutty. Mm-hmm. True damage Bo-Katan deals from Ancestral Resolve is tripled. This damage is then doubled against enemies with bonus protection. Yikes. Yeah. So bonus protection, not so good. So if, if all... she has, sorry to interrupt you, yeah, if yeah, she has yeah. 10 stacks of Ancestral Resolve, Yes. it's like she has 30, basically. Correct. Got it. And then it's, then and the... it's 60 against a target with <laughs> bonus protection. Yikes. Okay. 
following. So, so sixty percent of the damage that you did was going to be delivered as true damage underneath armor and defense and all of the like that three hundred fifty percent defense that that Bane just has. Yeah, yeah. Bo doesn't care. Yeah, she's like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> sit down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If all allies were light side Mandalorians at the start of battle, Bo-Katan Mandalore takes reduced damage from percent damage health effects and recovers 50% health whenever an ally is defeated for the first time, including, or excuse me, excluding summoned allies. She gains 50% defense, stacking max 200 for each debuff on her, and an additional 200% defense stacking for each other light side Mandalorian ally who has not yet been defeated. Oh, wait, sorry. 200% defense for each other. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to start at 800% defense. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. So, like, think back over the past couple of weeks, like, listening to, to Solo and Zara talk about uh, the, the defense crons and, and the thick crons, and, you know, like, Bitching about three hundred percent defense on 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 a day. And, and I was like, I started at eight hundred, and I can go up to a thousand. <laughs> uh, but now, great point about the crons. She starts at eight hundred, goes up to a thousand, and then you yeah. stick a bonus cron yeah. data cron on her. Yeah, holy uh, crap! <laughs> so, while in Grand Arena, Bo-Katan is immune to days. If all allies were light side Mandalorian at the start of battle, Bo-Katan ignores taunt effects, and whenever an ally is defeated for the first time, she gains 20% of their max health and offense stacking until the end of battle. Oh boy. And because she's not going to die, mm-hmm. she's, she's going to get all of that. Like She's going to be at the end. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you're not getting through yeah. 800% defense unless you have like an instant kill. Yeah. There can only be one, and it's going to be her. Like yeah. it's, it's that simple. Um, so holy shit all right um her leader ability way of the mandalore uh zeta omicron light side mandalorian allies gain 40 percent defense max health and offense so she she would get that she would get that as well so 840 (laughs) percent and and again she can make that go higher so and does she get yeah uh Oh, I thought there was something else in there that she got like at the start. Yeah, no, it's just stacking defense for for de- and again that's stacking defense for for buffs or for debuffs for debuffs. Stacking. Yeah, yeah. So yay. Um, so uh, yeah, so uh, they get forty uh, percent defense, max health and off offense. Five mm-hmm. percent uh, defense, stacking max thirty for each debuff on them. Whenever a light side Mandalorian ally deals true damage dispels a debuff, or resists a debuff, they gain one stack of Ancestral Resolve to a max of 100 until the end of the encounter, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. Whenever an ally attacks an enemy inflicted with Armor Shred, all light side Mandalorian tank allies taunt for one turn, max two two times per turn. And at minimum, you're going to have two armor shredding characters on our team because i assume you're gonna you'll drag the, the mandalore or the the armor along if not sabine and that would be three right uh, and and by the way all of those buffs that you know the armor does mm-hmm. now go out there as well <laughs> so while in grand arena light side mandalorian allies gain 50 percent mastery and this is yeah so the, yeah mm-hmm. this is the, the omicron max health and 30 speed 
At the start of each encounter, light side Mandalorian tank allies taunt for two turns. If there are other active enemies, excluding summons, the first light side Mandalorian ally that is defeated each battle is revived and recovers 50% health and protection. Gain one additional stack of, of Ancestral Resolve whenever a light side Mandalorian ally deals true damage, dispels a debuff, or resists a debuff. So let's say you do take Kat to do her instant kill. Yep. She's just going to revive. She is. And and don't forget on Paz's kid mm-hmm. that the first time he's reduced to zero, he stands back up and gets damage immunity and then kind of wipes everybody out with his with his flamethrower. Right. Oh man. So so Paz is probably coming back twice in the fight. Yikes. And so every time that they do deal true damage, they get a stack of ancestral resolve. And if I think it's up in her unique that we talked about there's a chance that I think that she can get uh yeah, so uh they all gain three stacks of ancestral. Oh, that's not that's not off of uh off of the attack. So yeah, it's it's going to be a case that they're going to be piling up ancestral resolve like like nobody's business to get that up and running. Yeah, it's it's going to be well, and she's going to gain it fast too because yeah, this makes it sound like okay, gain one additional stack of ancestral resolve whenever a light side Mandalorian ally deals true damage. But then what they've done in her kit is they like. Deal an additional instance of true damage, blah, 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 and stun them. If she's debuffed, deal true damage an additional time. So, like, each instance is going to trigger as an Ancestral Resolve getting added. So, her her mass assist, where everyone attacks twice. Mm-hmm. So, if you, if you think about that, everybody's going to attack twice. Um, some of the characters attack more than once. So, you're probably picking up 15 or 20 stacks of ancestral resolve the first time that you call it that is wild yeah yeah and every time you pick up ancestral resolve you're gonna hit even harder the next time yep absolutely and and be harder to kill yeah and and as time goes on you're actually harder to kill like it's it's you you would expect it to go like you get one or the other but no 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 the momentum just goes you're, you're tougher and you're stronger that is through the fight man i want her she sounds so badass and so so i i i have her um <laughs> I, I went th- I, I i went through the events and actually i don't want to talk about her what what it, it's it's all of the other pieces that you're kind of playing around with it realizing that grogu has an ae blind oh so now it's like even if they can hit you you're gonna stop that from happening right off the bat oh man that is a nice feeling yeah so, um, yes, I did not mean to say right after you said I have it. it was, <laughs> that was terrible of me. Man, no, oh, no, no. I wish I had her. Well, I do. You suck. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, but you do have her. How was her yes. event? It, so it, it, it definitely needed mods. Okay. And, and remodding. And... Well, I well, yes, a relic seven requirement is difficult. I'm glad that they set it at relic seven because if people were you, you know how it works, people would be trying to come in if it was relic five, we try and do yeah. it. If we have to put extra extra levels on them. So 
Um, the, the, so it, it's a Keller and Beck mission, then it's a pause solo mission, and then it's uh, Din and Grogu. The, the first two weren't, the, the, the Keller and Beck one wasn't bad. Um, the, I struggled a little bit with the, the pause mission because there's some mechanics you just have to, to work your way around. He's got to take out like five or six characters, and I, I just, I couldn't get, you need to land days on them to, to keep him standing, and, and I, I finally got through it. The Din Grogu mission is fun. Oh, like okay. there's, there's, so they're going through the, the laser waves from, from that episode where they kind of had to go through the, the different gates. Um, and you kind of have to manage that and, and, and how it works. So that, that was fun. I, I, I know that there's some folks that have struggled with that one because you just can't brute force it. You, you have to, you have to play it and it's, it's a, you've got to factor in some survivability with it. You have to be strategic. Yeah. You, you have to prioritize living over killing. Yeah. Through, through the whole piece but it was it, it wasn't a it wasn't bad i mean i, I knocked it out in 30 minutes uh um, it's not bad I, I thought the afra event was harder okay that that's fair that's yeah. a good way to uh, to quantify it especially because that event is fresh yeah uh especially with like the sauna mission that i, I seem to remember was like really really difficult um so yeah I, I awful um compared to Gas and Malik, which are the other epic confrontations. Mm -hmm. I thought this was the easiest of the three. I I remember Gas and Malik being unbelievably yes. annoying. I was so yes. mad during both of those events. Yeah, M Malik in particular. That was the one that I think like I worked on for like four or five hours straight to to figure yeah. it out. Uh, this one, it was dump the characters in hot utils, get them fast, get them the right mod sets, and mm -hmm. then go in and you pretty much could walk right through them. So fantastic that's what i like to hear so yeah uh unfortunately it's only for three days though uh yeah maybe we're gonna get lucky and they're gonna offer it once a month though but i don't think so i'm, I'm trying to put good thoughts out in the world it's Christmas. i know i know <laughs> i'm just I, i'm just so surprised that it's three days and i'm as well i i don't understand the logic of it because and I'm sure other people feel differently, but the majority of people that I talked to about this were saying that are spenders, by the way. I wasn't talking yeah. to like people that are like, oh, I'm going to cling on to my free-to-play card here. Um, people that, that regularly spend have, have said they are less likely to spend now on her and like get the packs because the event is such a short window yeah. and not permanent. Um, and I think... The other thing is, like, yes, her kit sounds awesome. I don't feel pressure to get her right away, though. Like, with Grand Inquisitor, yeah, you're like, okay, but you're going to need him somewhere. Jabba, you're going to need him somewhere. Leia, you're going to need her. Like, there's all this kind of, like, pressure. Like, you're, what do you need the character for? Jedi Cal, you're going to need him. Like, yeah. it's the same kind of idea. With this, I'm kind of like, what do we need her for? As of right now, nothing. Other and, than having a really cool, fun team, and and it's it's a grand arena character, and and, and this is this is this this will probably counter, I think, to, to how a lot of people talk about this right now. But grand arena characters are only as valuable as you put value on grand arena. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if if it's just if it's something that you know, it's, I tried something in three v three today, and it didn't work out. It was on my first attack, and I'm like, well, I'll take my ten and call it a day. Yeah. You know, 
if that's your mentality, then there's there's no reason to to kind of rush in, into that character set. I I somewhat think that territory war characters are there's pressure there because now it's not just how it impacts me, it's how it impacts other people as well. Or if it's a, mm-hmm. a character that's great for the raid or something similar to that point. Uh, I'm not, I don't believe that we're going to see content that, that this team is needed for in the next three months. Right. Uh, unless there's something, you know, around the corner that we just haven't seen yet. Well, so we know now CG's on vacation. Yep. They're not going to come back and do any updates before the second or third week of January. We have about a month. So content is in the store. I was going through the data mine. There's there's store content through the 14th of January. Okay. So just shy of a month yep. of, of yep. everything loaded up. So let's say she comes back in three or four months. That's give or take a month right now that I know I'm not going to need her for anything yeah. in particular. And again, just work on the characters like that. That's right. That's the big thing is, is that, you know, um, it, it is a, it, even if you wanted a soft whale on Keller and Beck who hit mm-hmm. the, the stores on mm-hmm. Wednesday, there aren't enough store cycles for you to actually get her. No. You'd have to refresh the store. Yeah, and and that's just or you're buying the you're buying the gamble packs, which again that that's a that's a massive investment for people. Yeah. Um. So I obviously don't have her. Um. But I have been refreshed. So I've been doing ten sims on Paz a day because okay. my my logic was he's the first farmable, so yeah. I don't need to go crazy heavy on his sims. Yeah. Because theoretically, while when the rest become farmable. I'll be so far ahead on him that it doesn't make sense yeah. for me. To, you know what I mean? Like to have yep. him finished and sitting there while I'm still farming the other ones. Um. So, but like you said, Keller and Beck's in shipment. So I am buying Kelleran's shards now okay. because he's going to be the last to go farmable. Yep. So if I can get a jump start on his shards, then theoretically, if she comes back in three or four months, I should be okay for the second yep. go which hopefully that's true. And again, I think it's, it's although we spent all of last week talking about the patterns have been set in place for a period of time. So who knows what they look like. Mm-hmm. That first character coming back in January is typically not tied to anything. Right. I mean, the last couple of years it was, Iden was one of them. It was tie interceptor, which really wasn't important for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Zori last year. I think a lot of people thought we were going to see something else, something kind of more out of Zori from that, that side. So you know, it's probably going to be until February that we even have a real rough idea of what right. the next thing is going to be. That's a really good point. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of us are in a decent spot right now, yeah. even though it doesn't feel like you are because it, it, it really is a, a gross feeling when you're like, oh, I'm going to miss miss yeah. this the first time. Um, but I think it's okay. Now, when it comes to Grand Arena, like I, I don't know if this is a good offense or defense team. I'm going to take it on offense because it just looks like it's fun. It does look like it's fun. <laughs> but like that 800% defense to start, I kind of want to be like, man, stick that on defense yeah, and see what it does. Figure it out. 
Yeah, like a, at least for a week. It, just to it, see what people do against it other it, than ignore it. <laughs> it it feels like in Grand Arena this will be the a, a ninth Galactic Legend. It it really does. Solely because of how much defense there is, yeah. plus the like revive on the first ally yeah. being defeated, like just all of these little things that are gonna make it annoying to deal with. Well, you know, and I saw someone say that like the new Bane kit is probably gonna put Ray. It, it the new Bane kit has basically made the C counter to, to Ray back on the table. Mm-hmm. So does Ray now go on to offense to deal with with? bow because they don't revive you know if you roll yeah. on something it doesn't come back up that's true that's a good point yeah. i i think we're gonna see just a, a big mix of of who's on offense and who's on defense out in grand arena coming up just because we're seeing some, some of these characters come around that i think that are just you know either new counters are coming to the table or, or we're gonna just see again omicron based characters that start to look a lot like galactic legend in, in different game modes i'm I'm assuming Ray's whirlwind would eat through the defense. It should, yeah. Right? Like theoretically. Uh just curious about it. It it I would think it would. But that's a great I it's a great point. I could see this shuffling lots of things around. Yep. Now the the other big challenge is that is six Omicrons that people are probably going to want to deploy all together in the March timeframe. Oh man, that <laughs> hurts to even think about. I I'm hitting like the Zeta crunch right now. I'm like for the first time and I don't even know how long I'm, I'm like, Oh, I have 22 Zeta mats. Like, yeah, this is a weird feeling. Um, so I don't even want to think about an Omicron crunch. The good news is, is fourteen extra mats are coming in this mm-hmm. the back half of this month because we get the the bonus assault battles, right between yeah. Christmas and New Year's, which will be a big help to a number of people from from that side. So, okay, um, that's a good point. Yeah, man, how um, did you do on the the bonus or the the added drops for Zeta mats? Did that did that help at all? It, it did. Like I got a, a decent chunk of them, but there were some times where I was. But people were talking about how great the drop rate was, and I was like, I just did 15 sims and got nothing. So, yeah. you know, like some of it w- was fine, but it-, it did help. Um, I'm glad that it was there because then I was doing so I was doing the Afra yeah. mission. I finished I finished the requirements. Um and I went into the mission and I tried the Hondo tier a few times. And then I was like, oh, I probably need this Zeta. So I had to throw Zeta on. Yeah. And then I went and did whatever the other tier was. And, and I just kind of moved my way through. And then I got to Sauna and I was like, oh, I probably need this Zeta. So I threw yeah. a Zeta on. Like, and then I unlocked Afro. And I was like, well, she needs Zeta. So now <laughs> I have none. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm quite happy that there was the additive drop event because it did make a difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could I could go for another additive drop. Additive drop and maybe back to back ships in conquest. Yeah, that would that be that would be a big help. That would be great because I'm thinking you're talking about Bo, and I'm thinking about getting her in three or four months when she comes back around. Yeah. Which means I gotta save gear for her, which means I gotta save gear for her and for Bane, because he yeah. sounds fantastic. And that is 
a lot of saving that I just don't want to do. So I did all of this planning so I could take her up to relegate when I got her. And yeah. I was 40 mats short, um, one of the, the left side pieces. No, man. So I was lucky enough, I was able to pull 30 mm-hmm. of them out of back-to-back store, uh, raid store pieces. Okay, yeah. And then it was, I think I went up to like 200 refreshes, the 200 crystal refreshes, trying to get the last ones. Just, just like, I want to do this. I want to be done. I want to run this roster remod. And yeah, so, so close to, to having this thing planned out perfectly. That is, I will say, so I when I unlocked Afra, I was like, I knew I was going to unlock yeah. her and I knew I wasn't going to have the gear to get her to relics. Yep. Um, and getting those last pieces that she needs has been so annoying. Even with yeah. buying them out of the store every time I can, I'm like, I need the raid payout now because yeah, exactly. it's it's <laughs> nuts. Oh. Um, okay, so I think our negative though was that she's not permanent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um again, it's a fun character. Like the, 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 of, of all the, the things, she looks a lot of fun. The kit looks great. Put it in the hands of the people. Yeah. People want to play with the character. Let's just make that happen. Yeah. And there's so many people that I think would buy like there's there's yeah. packs out for her and stuff um but I think people would buy those packs and the packs are actually decent value like you're not getting any bam shards in them yep. um which is fine because we just had the bam well bam you you wouldn't earn shards anyway yep. you would have to do yeah. the event and we just had his light speed pack which was unbelievably awesome um I think actually it's still active if you haven't bought it okay um but the the pack included 50 shards of each of the her marquee characters, which is a decent chunk. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Like just just if 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 she was permanent, I probably would have bought that pack. So the, the other all right. CG, look at a calendar. But, you need her to be around for a week because you need it to get through christmas mm-hmm. because sometimes people get a 25 dollar gift card to amber to, to you know the google play store or to the apple store yeah but they might be willing to just turn around and throw it at a character to, to see where it goes from that side like that to me that was the the shocking piece of you bridge a gift mm-hmm. giving giving holiday like that 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 to me is a no-brainer yeah that is a that is a good point because right now her event ends what sunday yes just too short like you just don't quite make it my my son came up to me this past week and was like dad i need some help making a decision i'm like all right Mm -hmm. he's like i really want the Fortnite battle pass but i don't know if i want to spend my money or if i want to wait till christmas but if i wait till christmas i've only got like two days after the battle pass comes out it's like but it's like that same whole thing he's just like there's a pretty good chance I might get a gift card at Christmas that that yeah. me to, to kind of get there. He's like, so I'm trying, but then do I want to dedicate two days of trying to play as much as I possibly can? I'm like, this is a really hard conversation question, son. And by the way, there's already one in your stocking. You're you just never actually think enough to go look at it because I just put it right in there when I left from Target to make this happen. So, <laughs> but you know, but it's it's I, I yeah I just I thought it was a really short sighted decision on some yeah things, so. 
And three days is such a weird, like make it, it a, is. make it a week. Everything else yeah. has been a week. Yep. I mean, other than like the one off, like the, the one day, um, uh, fleet events. Yeah. But, but they come back in 30 days. So it's you know, right. They're, they're around enough. But like Jedi Cow was a week. Grand yep. Inquisitor was a week. This seems very weird. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe their argument is that she's an epic confrontation. So, well, and again, and this is—it's not picking on Meathead for this because again, people should be able to leave. But there's no one there to answer questions. Mm-hmm. So I, there's a bunch of people. Look, there's a number of people that have given the opportunity to ask, like, how often are we going to see this back? And to at least get, hey, we're expecting to see a regular cadence for this. All right, that that gives people an understanding of of, of kind of where that is. But maybe it is going to be come back in 30 days again. I don't think it will, but uh, you know, it's 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 hard for people to make a decision to spend money like that without having a good sense of whether it's a good idea or not. Right. Yeah. I, it's a little, it's a little frustrating and it's definitely short-sighted. Yep. Agreed. So, all right. Shall we carry on? We shall. Um, so I guess we should do, I love you. I know. Yeah. Cause you know, there's things we like. After, I guess I should update this. We've been playing this for eight years. That's a long time. I feel, I feel old. <laughs> eight years. Okay. Yes. Um, what have you enjoyed over the last? I guess really, it's been a week since we recorded. Yeah. So, so I, I think there's a couple things. One. Uh, I am excited to get, we'll talk about Project 1989 in, in a minute. I think that uh, I'm really happy with the tracking system I have in place. Again, nice. as, as dumb as that is, like, I, I really like that. But uh, I do like that they push Conquest a little bit because uh, mm-hmm. there's just not a pull for people to, it lets people spend time with their family and not pull. And because we all know how those things work in some of those cases. Um, glad to see the return of, of the ultimate journeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's, it's, I'm just kind of in a happy state with the game right now. Yeah, it it it's in a good spot. I I am happy they pushed it. I will say I was planning to use conquest as an excuse to get away from my <laughs> husband's extended family. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was fully going to be like, oh, I gotta go have a nap with the little guy and yeah. see you in three hours. Um, I mean, maybe I'll still do that. Yeah, look, that's a legitimate thing. Uh, We don't need conquest for that. Um, But it it is actually really, really smart that they pushed it. Yeah. Nobody wants to do conquest on Christmas Day. Nope. Not at all. Like, no, that's the last thing you want to be thinking about. Like, I fully intend to get my dailies done right away, max out my tickets, like on the car ride to my in laws, and like, goodbye, phone. Or goodbye, at least game until yes. the next day or bedtime or whatever. Um, yes, you don't want to think about conquest. Uh, that being said, we got new feats in conquest, so that's yeah. fun. Yeah, they don't look that bad. I they mean... don't. It actually looks really achievable. Maybe the one that is probably giving people a lot of like. I don't even want to say worry or anxiety, but like that people are nervous about is needing to kill a hundred people with Piet or Veers. Um, 
And normally I would be like, oh, we'll skip that one kind of thing if it's going to be troublesome. But that's the feat that gives us deployable cooling systems. And deployable cooling Yeah. systems is so nice to cheese other feats with. Um, so you kind of want to do that one, to be honest. Now I forget is deployable cooling system is one of the ones that's available for crystals on the board for like 25 or 50 crystals someplace. No, they, it's not going to be there. Okay. Okay. It, you only get it from that feat, or if you buy the Conquest Pass Got it. Plus, then you'll Yep. get that. Um, so it is it is a fun consumable uh, to use. It used to be a disc, and now it's a consumable. And it's just ridiculously overpowered. Um. So here's an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. VA, Yep. right? Then you go with a third sister lead, Okay. Yes. a Uh-huh. grand, grand inquisitor Uh-huh. with no mods. Okay. So he doesn't take a turn, basically. So they're super slow. Yeah. And then you put Piet and Veers with them, which should then give you the chance to come in with one of their two AE attacks and wipe the wipe the board. That is a great idea. And do that 20 times. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally achievable. I contributed to the to conquest. Yeah. Finally. That that is 100% achievable. Yeah. Um I do find it funny. So a lot of people are really fixated on the fact that they removed one of the 20 battle global feats and replaced Okay. it with a 40 battle one. Yeah. Um this is still not the grindiest conquest we've had. Like People are like, oh, they've they've they're increasing it. And it's like, actually, we've Yeah. had worse. Trench was worse. Yeah. Um, Trench had a lot more uh win battles, like win with with this faction and et cetera, across Was the sectors and globals. was Trench the one with all of the resistance and first order feats and like the Kylo with No, that the Ultron was Han? that was Ben Solo. Okay. Okay. That that was my least favorite of all of them because there was the, so many of the 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 20 feats overlapped with other Mm -hmm. yeah sets. So it was really hard to kind of lay out the characters to make that work in a lot of those cases. there was uh, i will say they are being clever for lack of a better term with eliminating like the ability to double dip on things Yeah. um so Out of all the mini bosses and boss feats, I think there's only one that we can double dip on. I noticed Um, so you're gonna have to do those bosses twice every single time if you want those feats. Um, like there's just like they have an expose feat in sector four. Attempt to inflict expose one hundred times, and the resistance win fourteen battles with a full squad of resistance characters is in sector one and those would have been
it is it is a lot but it's gonna be doable yep um provided it's not full of a ton of bugs that go ignored so i know you covered a lot of this in your video but mm -hmm. let me ask a couple of these because i seem to remember some like the foresight mm -hmm. foresight you want to use qui-gon jinn as the lead because doesn't he have an ability like where there's a certain event happens that causes triggers for other characters to automatically get foresight yeah, you're going to get foresight as soon as the battle starts with Qui-Gon, okay. um, which is going to be great. And I mean, like that, that feat is going to be so fast if you save it to use deployable cooling systems, because you take you you equip a deployable, deployable, deployable cooling systems. You take your Qui-Gon team in whatever team in uh, you take uh, Grandmaster Yoda because he's going to spread foresight yep. to everyone. Um, and you're, you're, you're going to take your Jedi. You want to take people like Grant buffs. Yep. And every time Grandmaster Yoda takes a turn, he's going to have his foresight special available. Yeah. Um, just because you're it. getting okay. so many buffs. Yep. If anything, like I would also even just take characters that like don't that have abilities that don't do damage, like take shock. Cause she's got the cleanse. Um, Cause that's going to be available yeah. every time. So you don't, you could really, timeout and you want to timeout because you want to be able to use that deployable cooling system somewhere else that's a that's a great point and like take hermit yoda in there as well so grandmaster yoda spreads foresight he puts foresight up on everybody and all of a sudden you're 15 at that point yeah and, and again no one wants to go through this 20 times but if you can get you can get 25 or 30 per per run that adds up quick and i i'm guessing with with dcs you could probably make get it a lot faster oh totally um, um put, put a barrister that all she does is heal exactly yeah. exactly like that kind of thing uh so i think it's going to be really important that people are remembering to look for phoenix teams or first order teams yeah. in every sector because those are the teams you're going to be able to time out on um deployable cooling systems you're even going to be able to cheese like stagger with that because yeah. even though a lot of characters that have an ae stagger are dark side grandmaster yoda can spread those buffs to them anyway so yeah, I see you take Grandmaster, you take a few Jedi with Grandmaster Yoda to spread buffs and just kind of keep them alive, keep everybody happy. And your, you know, Mara Jade or whoever that you've got there is always going to have yeah. their a stagger available every time they take a turn. Um, so it's things like that that I think people really fixate because they see like, oh, I got to do this 300 it's a, it's times. It's a huge number. Yeah. And it is huge. It, but but what, what's funny about that, and, and to your point is, you know, like I look at, I think the last time we maybe got a hundred foresight, yeah, hundred and a hundred stagger, and yeah. you think it's a lot, but all of a sudden you blink and it's and you're done, and right. and, and that's just kind of running through, just kind of running through the zone and, and you know trying to get things done from that side. So I don't think they'll be that. It won't be as fast as, um, you know, three hundred purge. Right. I mean that one's stupid fast from from that side, but yeah, I think they'll they'll probably move pretty quick. Um, some of these, it's just going and and finding the unique teams that are going to kind of be able to get things up and running. Like expose will be easy. Mm -hmm. um, critical damage up, critical chance up. Like those should be easy, but it's just finding the the right character mixes to kind of get all those put together to make that happen. Yeah, uh, it's it's just kind of exactly that. And then honestly, I think a lot of it too is just going to be be cognizant of what you need to work on at the start. Like what I always do when I start a sector, and I don't think I've ever actually said this in a video or on a podcast, 
I look at the feats again, like even though I cover it, I'm like, okay, what do I have to actually do in this sector again? Look at it, figure it, like think of, okay, this team does this, this team does this, this is what I can do here. And that way, while you're making your way through the sector, you can be racking up a little bit, like even on that foresight one, if you're going through and maybe instead of doing Yoda's big hit, you do his his uh foresight spread yeah. or like at, like even like instead of going for the kill shot with him spread foresight and have somebody else take the kill shot kind of thing while you're making your way through the sector because that's going to add up and then at the end you only need to cheese say 200 or 250 yeah. or whatever the number might be so it's little things like that well and, and also you know you, you you made the point about timing out on some of those mm-hmm. uh, yes you lose treasure notes on those but at, at the same time if you're spending the energy to get the feats because the feats are more valuable than the thing you're going to get off the treasure notes especially with as poor as the data grounds are at least for this set next time around it might be a little different mm-hmm. if even if you you know you take one more round you end up losing because of it it's not necessarily a bad thing because you're still getting credit to, for you know kind of completing the the feats where they were that you're trying to get through in that that sector well and the way i look at it is but like let's use 300 foresight as the example i can go on a treasure node and get maybe five or ten foresight on the treasure node and yeah. win and get the data cron stuff or i can go in, and i have to do that now 30 times minimum yeah. Or I can go and cheese the battle and maybe I can get it done in six battles instead of 30. That's 24 battles that I can now go do whatever I want with. And if you have to do one of these 40 global feats, that's that's a big difference. I would much rather take on these 300 feats than 40 global battles. Yes, absolutely. Me too. Because best case scenario, you're you're clearing five a day. Right. You're you're eight days of just trying to do global feats. And and to keep up with that, you know, you're typically pulling, you know, 200 energy a day just trying to keep up with the global feats, which slows everything else down. It, it does. Uh, I, I skipped out on so I got the 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 larger conquest pass last time and I skipped out on one of the global feats. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked at how much faster everything just seemed to move. It all just like because of that. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I was I was able even with the the weird because there was a weird start. Was it last time? Why did I think the start was weird? Maybe it was I just wasn't available for the first day, but I was able to all basically get to the point that I was knocking out a sector in a 24 hour window. Right. Like yeah. That was that was crazy to me of, of how quickly I got it done. So uh- and I think, like, uh, if you have the capability of buying it, like, it has value. Yeah. Just just for your time yep. and your sanity. Um, yeah, because otherwise, like, like you said, you have to manage that. Yeah. You have to go in and do five, if you want, five a day. I, I try and do three a day. And even then, three a day is cutting it to the wire. Well, and, and, and that goes back to that that starting date on Christmas Day. Is that that is all predicated on on your ability to kickstart that process of getting things moving? Because if you wait too late exactly. in the day to start doing mm-hmm. those missions, it doesn't refresh until later in the day, which then just starts pushing everything back, pushing everything back, and pushing everything back. It's why I, I try to I do everything first thing in the morning 
Yeah. Because it just gives me a much longer, but that, that the first day isn't bad for me. It's the second day because I'm, I'm not at, at a hundred percent energy refresh when, when that, that right. Your, so, your characters yeah. are like, yeah. yeah, see. And like, that's the thing for me is I, everyone's always like, Oh, like, how do you do conquest on two accounts? Like, that's insane. That's so much time. Like all of this kind of stuff. I'm like, it's actually not that bad. Like I can go in and do conquest on professor X and my account yeah. and I can get a full, like if I, if I'm focused and know exactly what I'm going in and doing, and I've got my plan laid out, I can go in, spend the energy that's accumulated and do a refresh and be out of one of the accounts in 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. On day one though, I always have 300 energy loaded on yeah. both of them. I'm doing conquest for hours on day one. Um, but once you're past that, like, like you said, you gotta you gotta get through all of that. Let the the train start rolling and let everything start yeah. accumulating again. Then it's just it's yeah. gravy. It's but it's actually starting that first. Yeah, and I think and I don't remember what it was for the last conquest, but I, I I had something that got in the way of the start. I might have been on an airplane or something, and I just I couldn't get it up and running. And I mm-hmm. think ultimately what I decided to do was I burned through the first. I burned through the 300 and didn't worry about anything else at that point, but at least so I was starting to reach in energy yep. behind mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, I'll, I'll catch it. I'll catch up to it later. But I wanted to get through that initial piece so that I was starting to turn energy back over at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That, which is the smart play. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's a really long, I love you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we can't not talk about conquest. I mean, it's, it's, it's here. It's uh, here. So move on to rank and file. We did get a profundity today. Oh yeah, we did. We did yesterday. Yes, because I have not refreshed it yet again. <laughs> it is finally six star for me though. Nice. Um yeah. And now that I'm I'm, you know, quote unquote going to slow whale on the bow requirements, I'm still not going to refresh yeah. this event. So uh, we we did see a little bit of a change. We are at uh 70% for profundity. Uh or excuse me for Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, executor is down to 12. And the profundity is holding at 11 and Chimera is at 6%. So yeah, there it must have it, it so last time it was 68 11 for profundity executor mm-hmm. was at 14% so we're, we're probably losing half points uh, across everywhere else so yeah uh, it's not a little a bit of a shift I will say I'm getting bumped further in my fleet arena than I like Are you? Yeah cuz I still have profundity in there Okay Um I might switch to a 6 star leviathan like I might do my climb okay. and then switch kind of thing just to see if maybe it kind of holds people off okay because i'm getting real annoyed and yeah. i'm not even falling that far i'm falling to like 18 like realistically i i could climb but by the time i go in and check my fleet arena and everything i'm like oh my payout's in 15 minutes like yeah i forgot I to do this earlier i don't want to do a refresh to, to just get a little bit higher from, from that yeah side. so uh, maybe i i would have to believe though that we're probably at critical mass the bullbison at this point you i would assume so i mean i still maybe i'll speed it up like and do one refresh here or there after i get bow but so for you that's 
it's another 10 months in theory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, so this is crazy. And, and again, I think this speaks to why I think the Leviathan's a failure in a lot of respects. Mm -hmm. You're not going to finish, likely won't finish the Leviathan until the next yeah. meta shifting fleet hits the game. Yeah. Which will be the first time that that has happened for yeah. me. But you would not have been able to function doing the same thing with profundity. No. No, I finished profundity so fast. I yeah. finished I finished executor fairly quickly as well. Executor broke the meta to the point that if you didn't have it, you weren't you weren't playing in the game. It's basically yeah. what it came down to. So now I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna live with him yeah. at six star for a little yeah. bit. I don't know. Some people will argue that it's well, it's just it's that great of a ship from that standpoint, but I, I think it's just people don't see find it exciting. Yeah, I don't find it exciting. I mean, I find it exciting when I can beat five and six star Leviathan yeah, with yeah. profundity. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's not like I, I use my Leviathan in Grand Arena. And yes, I'm not getting full advantage of everything because it's not seven star. But it's still not that like it, it works. I, yeah. I win, but it's not that exciting. I don't know. It doesn't oh, well. hit hard. It doesn't. It wins. It it wins, but it just it it just kind of feels like you tickle for a little bit, and then you take over the capital ship, and then things fall, and then you bring in the big hitter, and then ships fall off. Right. You're you're just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna just tread water here. Yeah. And then everything's fine. Yeah. So, oh well, it's fine. Um. All right, so I guess we'll do our Uncle Owen's Moisture Farm. Head to Uncle Owen's. Uh, last but not least, let's head to Uncle Owen's Moisture Farm to talk about who and what we are currently farming in-game because everyone knows work comes before going to Tashi Station to pick up Christmas gifts. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Um, you want to go first? Do you want me to yeah. go first? So, so uh, we put the first vote in for uh, mm -hmm. the... The the or for Project nineteen eighty nine, and I was I was really surprised by the result. Like I thought that people were going to thumb their nose at me and and tell me Ewoks or something similar to that because there were some bad factions. But um, the the unaligned force users were on the list. I needed nine relic levels to finish them off, and uh, it was pulling away pretty pretty strong. So I decided to cut it off early and start working on it. So uh, I've I've gone down that I, I took Ray to relic nine. Mm -hmm. um, that was really weird to do looking at like trying to find some other relic nine rays to see how people were modding her and finding out like, no, 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 there aren't very many people. So, uh, but she's done. And in this kind of the, the, the parallel with this or kind of where I'm focusing outside of the project piece is uh, I want to get the journey guide characters up uh, through this. So, and, and not really realizing how many journey guide characters are actually now tagged as unaligned force users. Oh yeah, I guess there are quite a few of them. So there's there's a lot that that kind of fall into that category. So that kind of helps out that I get to I get to kind of focus a little bit on my my secondary piece. But uh, yeah, both took both to to relic eight and took that team again. That 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 team kind of fell in line where they were supposed to be. But um, I will probably work on the online force users first before I kind of go into doing kind of any of the other fun stuff that I want to do from a relic level over the next three months. Nice, I like so, that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good faction to start with. It is, yeah. It is. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's just going to be good all around. 
So how about yourself? Um, so I did unlock offer this week. Nice. Um, I was all excited. I did it on Tuesday and I was like, I have every character in the game now nice. unlocked, like all of them. And then they updated Wednesday and I yeah. no longer have every character <laughs> in the game. Uh, but <laughs> for like 12 ish hours, give or take, I did. Um, I guess well, it would be closer to 24 hours. That, that, Cause that, that's a really weird window now because of conquest. Yeah. Because there's really only like should ever be a, like a two week window at any point in time where you technically could have everybody because the second that conquest character rolls in, that's three months of not having that character, even if if you mm-hmm. have everything else. So yeah. yeah, it's a it's this it's a really weird window from that side. It really is. So I was all I was like all proud of myself. Yeah. Um, and she's gear twelve still. She needs three more pieces of gear, uh, which is fine. They're slowly rolling in. I was hoping that I would get get it done before territory war. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. We will see. I mean, she's modded okay, but I also need to like remod the murder droids and all that fun stuff. And I just don't know how that's going to play out. Uh, So we'll see how much time I have on my hands over this next week or so, which is going to be none. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, But it's fine. It's done. So it's, it's an interesting thing though because like i finished her i i unlocked her hearing her slowly and then i just started the journey guide for bow because i was like i guess this is what i do next um so like i said i'm buying the keller and shards from shipments uh because he's the one that i'm gonna want to speed up and then has i'm i'm gonna do the 10 refreshes a day i might pick him up to 15 if it but i don't even think i need to he's almost six star or almost five star six star five star he's out of 65 yeah Yeah, so he's almost five star um so i don't think i would need to speed him up i think it might be um ig12 that i may want to do either extra refreshes on or buy a few of his shards as well um but keller and i definitely i'm gonna have to go heavy on the buying shards well and it's it's not like I, IG12 is there's the that conquest feat. Right. But like Paz in the last set was interesting because he had burning and he had damage mm-hmm. immunity on it. But so it's not even like kind of making them beefy so that they can get through conquest feats because they're not really needed there. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's uh but it is crazy. Like you're kind of the well, I, I have to spend energy, so I I might as well work on these. Like that that's kind of where you're at with, with some of this right now. Yeah. So I might as well. They're they're already gear eleven as well, so yeah. like, I already have them as high as I can take them. Um, and then I guess it's just going to be hoarding their signal data. But yeah. I don't I don't even know if I'm going to do that. So uh, the other thing that I am doing, so I did, I did manage to keep my raid score. I think I talked about this. I did manage to keep it above yep. fourteen million even after the C three PO change, um, which was me taking a couple of characters up a little bit higher just to kind of give myself that added security. And I think I'm going to take some of them up higher. Like, I think I okay. want to take um, Akbar up. I th- I think I just want to just bring them up. The other thing is, like, I'm working on the Dark Trooper Gideon team, which yeah. is Imperial Remnants. And if I'm going to give him a squad... Theoretically, I'm going to want them at relics. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that is just going to go right back into the raid, right? Like yeah. I'm going to get that back no matter what. So I think I'm just going to work on that while I'm farming the nice. the yeah. bow shards. I, I I mean, and it's all going to come out in the wash anyway because that just means I'm going to get a higher um a higher raid score. Yeah. So I which I'm fine with. Be crazy if we we accidentally like found our way into the last raid box. It, just from people just kind of just like incrementing incrementally putting them in that direction because they didn't expect to. It's crazy. So I didn't realize this until a couple weeks, couple I don't know when it was, maybe last week sometime. I went to dot gg. And when I go to dot gg, it automatically like pre-populates yeah. my profile or whatever in, in my browser because I always go there so that I can go to our guild page and like yeah. whatever I'm looking for. They now have your raid history on dot gg okay um and it's so fun to look at to see how the guild has jumped yeah uh and i i'm genuinely curious if we will accidentally stumble into this box because as of right now the officer group is kind of undecided on whether or not we should go for it um on whether or not it would be worthwhile and on whether or not people in the guild would want to push for it because it is like a big ask to to get everyone to commit to 16 and a half million, especially from players that aren't there yet. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be hilarious if we did somehow get there. Well, and, and you brought up a really good point with depending on, on how this, you know, Moff Gideon, this new Moff Gideon team works. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's a nice double investment or kind of a double set of, of resources that you're putting into that. Now we did not get a f- really good chance to see how he functions in territory wars. Right. Uh, because we got one of the gauntlets. Yeah. We faced Caw patrol. It was bad and ugly and nasty and dirty and they're good. Yes. So, <laughs> I mean, as soon as I saw it and, and the territory war group went, okay, this is going to be an optional war. I was like, yeah. I am officially yeah. checked out. Yeah. And uh, I will say somebody from from them reached out. They commented on one of my YouTube videos and just, just to say, like, you know, yeah. thanks for not setting cheese. You guys set an actual yeah. defense. And it was fun for them because yeah. we set, like, an actual defense. And, you know, I, I, I was nice. And I said, you know, congrats on the win, all that fun yeah. stuff. And uh, in my head, I was thinking to myself, I don't even know what we set because as soon as as soon as I saw that it was optional, I completely checked out. I just hit place and hotbot and yeah, completely ignored territory war. There were some things that that we ran across there that just reinforced like there's a group of people that play the game differently than the rest of us. Yeah, like mm-hmm. oh, that's a really weird character that's on that comp. Mm-hmm. And oh, I can't beat it the way that I used to. So let's go figure out why that's the case. Well, one, your mods are amazing, and two, you know everything is meticulously placed from a clocking perspective and all that. It, again, it was it was an interesting challenge to see on that side, but um, I, it, I I will be interested to see how this team works. And I'm I'm actually mm-hmm. skipping out on the one this weekend because I'll be with family. So it's going to be probably another two weeks, I think, until we really get some. I, I think you need that team in, in, in a five-man group to see how it works. So I think we're yeah. a couple of weeks away from really seeing what he does. And so, like, this is the interesting thing, because I think we are going to ask everyone in the guild to get that team up. Because um, I was also, like, trying to figure out what I wanted to work on, yeah. whatever. And, and I was talking to Thrak about it. And he's like, yeah, like, 
we probably will. So if you do work on it, it, it will yeah. be a good thing. And aside from Dark Trooper Gideon himself, everyone else that's on his team, all the other remnants, are raid characters. Yeah. Yep. So if you are in a guild that's planning to use RoboGid, or as from what I've heard, he also does well in Grand Arena. I've heard good things on that end. Yeah, I need um, to see that data. <laughs> yeah, I I also would love to know, but we're also in 3v3, so who yeah. who knows what the hell is going on. Um, but if if you are investing in his team, you're indirectly investing in the raid yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Like it's a two for one. It just makes sense. So I actually am really curious what will happen to our score yeah. raid wise once that goes on. Because I don't have out of the remnants, the only characters I have at relics are uh original gideon and scout trooper okay the other troopers are all gear 12 so i don't even use them in the raid yeah um other than like like the other troopers like veers and stark are in range are relic but they're not part of gideon's team yeah so yeah i i was surprised when i looked at at our last raid i believe we were closer to the last box than we were the 665 box yeah, we were. Yeah, I think we were just over like the yeah. middle line because we ended at like seven. Actually, I should look it up right now because it was, it was kind of silly when you, <laughs> when you think about it. Um. So yeah, we ended at exactly what I thought at seven thirty nine. Okay. Seven thirty nine nine twelve. So basically, let's call it seven forty. Yep. Um, and the last box is eight something 822 or 825 or something like that or maybe it's 832 i can't remember um so we're we're basically like just over that middle line i want to say that's kind of nuts and it's it's great to see i mean it's you know we we are we are at the point that if Someone goes up like this is kind of the the when when I was talking to people about what we needed or kind of where I wanted us to to end the raid and I'm not an officer so I I just run my mouth a lot and people ignore me but <laughs> you know it's it's that point that we need to be in a situation that someone at the top of the of the of the contribution list or someone at the bottom of the contribution list can go on vacation and not have to worry about providing a hundred percent of what they're doing. Like people should be able to step away if they yeah. need to for for whatever reason that there is. And my concern was is when we crossed the 665 box, especially after the 3PO change, is that people were gonna just stop, like, oh, we're there, we don't need to do anything. We still have a number of people that are like, no, 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 like I'm five hundred thousand short of of what we set the line to be. And people are still trying to incrementally push up over that. And you're know, like, what can I do here? Well, how can I change these teams up from that side? So I'm I'm really, really happy that again, that people are are interested enough of, of you know, we drew that line at 13.5 that we wanted everyone to hit. And that there are people that are still pushing up to it when we are more than halfway to the next box. You know, it's it's it would be easy to take the foot off the gas. And I appreciate that people are are willing to keep working and, and not really do that. So I will say we are early enough into this raid cycle that it doesn't make sense to take the foot off the gas. No, I agree. I think that if we were having this discussion end of February, 
that'd be a different story. Um, but it's not, it's mid to end of December and I don't think it makes sense. Not, not even just for us, but for any guild in yeah. general doing Agreed. this raid. It, I don't think it makes sense to take the foot off the gas. Um, and I, I did really quick basic math today with a calculator for anyone wondering. Um, and if you are hitting on average, uh, I think it was eight million. I need to yeah. double check my math. Um, yeah. If everyone in your guild does eight million points on average, you're at 400 million in the okay. raid. So it it really doesn't make sense to not get that 424 box. Yeah. Because if you are looking at five raid runs just using the uh, JML, Jabba, and Leia requirements, essentially, there are a couple extra characters required elsewhere that you could throw in, but essentially those three Galactic Legends, you should be getting anywhere between eight and just over 10 million. Yep. Uh, so your guild, assuming again that you have those characters, those those requirement characters, you should be getting that four hundred and twenty-four million box. And then that is getting that box for the next six to seven months. Yeah, that's a ton of resources just to dump back into other things as as you're pushing on. Yeah, absolutely. So, yay you, the raid! When you get your raid re rewards, spend them. Don't save them. Mm -hmm. and make your roster better so that mm -hmm. when the next one comes around you can earn more rewards it's that simple hoarding is bad every raid that we've done i've taken a character up either yeah. to relic like either one relic level or two or tweaked my team slightly so yeah. that my score has been higher and, and again that's that's pushing to the end of december of where we're sitting which then means again if we're talking till july that's six months of other characters that you can then take up coming out of those rewards into whether it's again whether it's bow bow requirements or whether it's to get a, a bane team ready to, to roll or something similar to that point mm -hmm. and i will say we we launched the first raid slightly late like we timed it specifically that way yeah. to do it um so we are in a raid right now it's technically our sixth raid of this so we've only done it five times fully because we waited a, we we did a one last crate dragon run Correct. To let all of the industrious people figure out what all the stupid parts of the raid were. Correct. So that we could come in and be more successful next year. Because that's just smart. Well, we just that's... wanted, you know, to guarantee we we thought it would be a lot harder than it yeah. yep. is, to be quite frank. And we wanted to guarantee the reward box yep. that we would get. So I'm not mad about it. I'm not either. Um Okay, I think, is there anything else? I think that's it. <laughs> I think we went out on a little tangent of like farming towards yeah. the raid, but I don't think that's bad advice, so. The raid still is top of mind for a lot of people right now. It's, it's yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's still a good topic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think we will go back to our two-week cadence after this. We should, yeah. Because next week is it's Conquest, apparently. Conquest is next week uh it's also territory battles yeah um but it's also vacation week yeah and then so maybe after the first of the year 
Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll be back. Yeah. And there'll be, I guess, no news. There won't be news, but yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Maybe Meathead's going to come back from yeah. vacation early. Yeah. Look, maybe I will have missed everyone so much I decided to just create an update and put it on the forums. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Well, shall we call it? We should. I'll let you do the honors. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. That ought to do it. Until next time, Chewy, we're home.